Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Cam, in case you weren't aware of it, I'm a firm believer of using vibrators in the bedroom. Mother, I am very aware of this. You talk about it every goddamn episode. And I found one that's for couples. It's by WeVibe. WeVibe is one of our favorite sex toy makers, and they are known for their couples vibrators, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. Right. And even if you're long distance, you have an app that's called WeConnect. Even if your partner's across the country, you can flip that little app on and make them vibe. Oh, I like that. For Valentine's Day, they're offering Sex Talk with My Mom listeners a special 5% discount on any WeVibe product at we-vibe.com. That's mom at we-vibe.com. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We're chatting about sex twice a week, my friends. On Mondays, we're answering your comments and questions. Today's a Monday. That's what you can expect. Thursdays, we have a guest or two. Last week was with Sarah Weinshank, hilarious comedian. Yeah, I thought I'd recap that real quickly if I could. Do it. Okay. So we got some fun comments on Instagram about that particular episode because on that episode, all three of us, Cam, myself, and Sarah... Decided to get high. Yeah, we got we got stoned. And boy, did we ever. So, you know, and what I liked about it is I think that the people listening to the episode felt like they were taking the journey with us. It was. It mm-hmm. it, I feel like everyone got high on that episode. It, every, you can just get a contact or not. a, a not, It's not a call to contact high. Well, we're, we're making physical contact. Spiritual ma- contact high. Maybe audio, audio contact or audio high. Oh, oh there's got to be a name hashtag here. Hashtag audio high. Well, I think people did get audio high off of An it. An oral contact high. So here's what uh, o, o Stephanie said. Love this episode, guys. I wish my mom would get on this show. She's in her 60s and has been an RN for 35 plus years. So I know she's got some hilarious sex stories. Keep up the awesome podcast, guys. That was what she said. Mr. Bean uh, said women are complete pigs, LOL. I'm not sure why he said that. I I think he likes animals anyway. He likes sheep. So maybe that's a compliment. Uh, For sure. If he called me a sheep, I would take it as the the best compliment ever <laughs> ah! anyway and then uh, queen of the fallen who we just spoke about said oh my god i love you guys i get to learn more about me from your talks love you lots yay I, I'm, I'm so happy there's all this discussion yeah, going on, on instagram it, i've been completely missing out on all this by the I way i know i know and that's because why I, am, I gotta fill you in i am off social media entirely which puts a lot of pressure on your old mom no there's no yeah, pressure pressure because i gotta Just, handle all of it myself i've got to speak for you gotta speak for us gotta speak for myself you do not need to speak for me i have to because you're no, you not don't. available i don't actually prefer if you don't well, I'm, I prefer if you go back on and do your duties then. No, I got no duties right, over well, there. Well, people asking questions, they need to know the answers, and you're not around, so I have to take up the You slack. love doing that shit anyway. I do. I and you've, you've, I'm addicted to even it. Even when I was on Instagram, you were doing that shit. Yep, that's true. Okay, so Chelsea Clinton says, such a cute episode. I Chelsea felt, Clinton? I'm sure it's not the real one, but I, maybe. So, uh, such a cute episode. I felt like I was high with you. Dot, dot, dot. Well, I was. Ooh. 
Will you tell Chelsea Clinton that you want a little date with the the father? Chelsea, will you share your dad? Actually, I'm over it. You're over that. I'm over it. What happened? I saw Brad Pitt last night on the Academy Awards. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe it. we talked about Brad Pitt last week it was, in, the, in, the, in the Shank episode. It was like a psychic connection. You were talking about this guy with, the, with on a horse. Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Is, is it Legends of the Fall or Legend of the Fall? Whatever it is, it's Brad Pitt. Oh. Jesus Christ! I w- so I did stand up last night for the first time in a long time. How'd it go? Went pretty well. I and my friend and your friend Ginny Hogan was love uh, her. She got me to to go with her, and um, shout out to her because she wrote a book. Afterwards, she uh, yeah, toxic femininity, fa- toxic femininity in the workplace. You, she she rocks. She's so ask- excellent. Do you think it's a good idea to leave your tea balanced on your kneecap? I don't think that's a great idea Why? at all. Because any kind of movement, that thing's going flying. You don't trust my bodily, my my motor functions. I would prefer not to have to worry about the tea, hot tea on your knee. I kind of like it there. In the it's dark a very matter stable coffee situ- cup. It's, okay. a, it's a stable situation Anyway, over here. all right. Okay, oh, so. now, Mr. Bean joined. I told you not to look at the I screen. I couldn't help it. I saw the God. bench brawl. He's here. He's in the house. Okay. God damn it. Bean, I hope you're not, that was not an offensive statement when you called women pigs. I hope that was a statement of love that you actually want to to make, make love to, to the pigs. I, I'm 100% in agreement with Cam on that one. But I know how you feel about sheep, so, so I'm guessing that there has to be an affinity towards all, uh, all okay. ovine we, animals. Okay, so. Are they bovine or ovine? I can't I th- remember. I think, it's, I think it's O. Okay, bovine I think refers to cow. Mm. Somebody on Instagram let us know what that means. I thought we're not doing. We're this. not, but I am now. I don't want to look it up, so I'm going to look for them for resources. I, I, it, it you came up with this idea. We're going to hold off on comments until after yes. the show, and now suddenly you're constantly I'm soliciting asking, questions and comments from the listeners. Well, I don't know if it's bovine or ovine. Which one of the pigs? Just leave it alone. Okay, whatever. Okay, go on. So last night I with Ginny Hogan. She says that your Instagram is one of her favorites. To no, follow. yeah, she did. My she did. Karen Lee post. I, I don't even want to tell you this because it's gonna you're gonna feel like you need to post all the time. What did she of this say? Shit. Well, then, so we pulled it up as she was saying this, and you had just posted about how, two a tweet. What is it? Instagramming at Brad Pitt. Yes, I I'm, I fell in love with you in yes. Legends of the Fall. Yes. The fuck are you doing? What are you trying to get in a relationship with Brad Pitt? Over you're sliding into his DMs. I slid into. It wasn't a DM. It was like an. It was an, a fucking all, 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 all a general, out all out flirt on Instagram with uh, with uh, the mo- most famous movie star in the world. And then my sister texted us saying, "Yeah, n- hashtag nerd with yeah. that with that." Copy. I said, "Hashtag who asked you, daughter?" And also, she is not someone to talk. She's fucking sending pictures of her goddamn ill cat all the goddamn time. <laughs> That's so mean. The cat's ill. The cat I don't need that, to keep seeing pictures of that The cat shit. has some serious issues, I anyway, got to tell you. The, okay. The cat is on IVs and, and all this other stuff. That's done? You're done with the comments? That that's, was, what you're, that was, that's your contribution to the show? Yes. Are you kidding? She just closed her computer. That's it. I, of course, have fucking six pages of notes over here that <laughs> I need to get to. Someone is someone who has, has to be organized, and the other one has to be dealing with all the social media, a.k.a. me. All right. So it's a it's it's a it's a balancing. It, let me ask you something. If you were to give a percentage to the amount of work we contribute to the show, yes. give give us a balance over here. I would say it's a fifty fifty. Are you fucking yes. kidding me? No, it's fifty. Are you fucking kidding okay. me? Yes. Okay. I know you do a lot of the editing and stuff like that. However, uh, what? I'm on call on social media twenty four seven. Even in the middle of the night, I'll wake up wait, and check my phone. Wait, what? About I'm always on all, call. All preparation for episodes. Uh, you you often come no questions at all. I came prepared today. You come to interviews having done zero research. Are you kidding me? I always do, do research. research. You always tell me I have to. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So prep work, then the actual technical recording of the whole thing. Yes. Do you do any of that shit? No. I mean, sometimes you you'll set up the camera, which yeah, I give you credit for. I just did today. Actually, no, I did today. I'm sh- okay. That's true. Because it's but, all you try to, and then it's a disaster, so I have to do it. Okay, go on. And then we do the recording, and then I have to go and edit the whole recording, and then I publish and release and and write all the ad copy. How is this a 50-50 Okay, maybe split? it's maybe it's seventy five twenty five. But <laughs> but the, <laughs> but I do answer a lot of the social media issues. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, how is is DMing or or, or put it, posting a story about oh. Brad Pitt dealing with the 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 social issues? I am trying to have, make sure that people understand the um, the current vibes that we give out. You know, oh, so we, you got we, the we, current we speak vibes. on the culture of of our times. Okay, you and see, I would like to talk we about. We got the finger on the pulse. Sh- okay, aside from the fact that I can't even pronounce nor spell jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Oh Phoenix's Jesus name, Christ! I, he gave such a compelling speech last night. I was so moved. I actually My, was oh, not that moved. Well, I was moved. He was stuttering more than I've, I stutter st- on the show. He was. Not stuttering. Something was going on. He just got all emotional and like yeah, like he, he was barely emotion- could. He was stammering. He, I, if I, I, I actually I related to him in that in that way. Are you kidding me? I would have been uh, the, 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 and he was articulate. It didn't even sound like he had anything written down. He was just like free, free forming, free forming, free associating. He was everything he said. I agreed with, especially about the cows. What, are you going to become vegan now? I was th- not. You, you talks about the milk. I'm okay about the milk. I don't even. I don't even drink milk anymore. I drink almond, almond milk. I I do like a piece of cheese now and then. You like a lot of cheese. Okay, but I don't eat a cow. I don't know oh. why. But he's vegan, meaning beyond cow, like the fish. You, you're you like a sushi. vegan right now. You're, you're a vegan. Sushi. Are you kidding me? You're uh, you're a vegetarian. I'm fucking eating yogurt like it's going out of style. Speaking of which, I've started. Okay. I oh. want to give a life update. Uh, I, I know what your life update is. He's a macho man now. What do you mean I'm a macho man now? Yeah, you're, you're, you're training with professional... Uh, what's that called again? Okay, so here's the update. Can I speak for myself for a second? Yeah, I just was like to say... Cut I me think off. You grew these muscles, so now you have this extra testosterone going on, and you're acting like a macho man. That's not what happened. Okay, so here's what's going on. So I don't know what happened, but at the beginning of the year, I'd say during January, something's in my eye. Is there a fucking eyelash in here or something? I don't I you keep, keep rubbing your eye. That's what happens when you rub your eye. They're uh, gonna get irritated. All right, I got an irritated eye at the beginning of the year. I was, I, I finished the fuck den. You guys know the fuck den. We all know and love the fuck den. It looks cool now. It's where I live. Is there any fucking going on in the fuck den? Zero. So, <laughs> so I finished the fuck den, and honestly, I felt like a big, uh, like a, a big relief. Like I have a nest. I have a home. I, I feel at peace. Okay. Well, before that, you were living with your brother. No, I was I had I was bouncing around you from friends' houses. Friends it was like couches, fucking. It was a yeah. shit hole, and part of that was because I had I didn't have the finances to actually you know ah. live stably. Yes, yes. Suddenly, fucking pleasure podcast starts taking off. Yeah, for those who don't know, Cam started an entire network. All right, why do you have to no, brag I'm very about me? Proud and all of these? you. I know it's enough. You're of that. an entrepreneur. So it's a sex podcast network. If you like sex podcasts, that's where that's the hub for the best sex podcasts out there. It's pleasure podcast. called Pleasure Podcast.com. I'm very proud podcasts. of you. And you know we have that money tree, and it starts like leaves are coming all over the place. Okay, so it so it starts becoming a lucrative little venture for me Not, enough to yeah. that i could actually make a living off of it that's very lovely uh, and i was blown away by the effect that having money had on my self-esteem and sex drive oh. blown away yeah well i think it's related if you don't feel empowered with finances how are you supposed to go out on a date and relax well i don't so i don't even like i i am very liberal i i think that the inequality in this country is insane and and i I also don't like tying, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm this Buddhist. I, I don't I don't want this fucking like. Feeling t- that money fe- matters? Yes. It does. It I guess it does. It does. Because what I'm telling you, it's, when it's I discovered true. that I'm able to actually like make a, a decent living doing this, I, I, I felt the sexual charge. I was ashamed of it at first, but I was You're like, wow, I feel potent. T- you feel like you want to go impregnate women? I, I, I feel like I, I could I contributed something of value to this world. That's nice. You know what they say in uh, the movie Happy? Hmm. I always talk about that movie. They said that money, of course, does not buy happiness. But you need to have a certain amount of money to feel sort of uh, um, successful and happy in your life. Like I think they came up with 50 grand, which is probably not accurate anymore because that was several years ago. But the point is that you have to have that certain amount. After you make that 50 grand or whatever that number is, then it doesn't matter if you have fifty grand in the bank or five million in terms of your happiness. I actually think it's a it's it's a, an inverse curve. Yeah, it, at a certain point, it becomes harder to when you have a lot of money. Because I've talked to my friends who have yeah. a lot of money about this experience I had because I was very surprised by this. And they said what? They're not happy because they it, have millions. It, well, they it, 
it, I think it was. I'll very, be okay with that. No, if I they think, want to hand over some of their millions to me, then I'll be happy. Well, I think they came into it a very strange, you know, that they they're in a completely different stratosphere with this, and right. it, can, it creates its own challenges. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but for me, having a modest, a, a nice modest income, right, where then actually I feel like I can control myself. I I, I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah. then I so well, you're not wearing holy underwear. That's a big part of it. I I know you I got go rid of be... my holy underwear. Oh, congratulations! I bought new underwear. I'm so happy. And then I actually returned them of after course. wearing them because oh they did, they were pinching too much. So well, I, I, I sent them all done back. The same thing. So now I I got rid of the holy so ones. So now you have no underwear. And now I, I have a limited supply. So oh I'm gonna my. have to actually would get you buy back yourself some goddamn I, I, underwear? I'm just trying to find the right fit. Oh my god, who is that picky about underpants? I it's a very specific. It's a well, very specific sure. feeling. Well, for sure, got some issues down there. Yeah, anyway, you know the rash got part. rashes and everything. <laughs> Speaking of which, we got a rash party coming up. Rash party. Hashtag rash party. Uh, uh, for all of our everybody peach- want to attend the rash party. My rash that was. Uh, existing on my left inner thigh is no longer there. I, I'm blown away by it. Well, and why don't you remind people who never heard this podcast before why you got the rash? I over loofed. Okay. So case closed. What case closed? What what case did you just solve? <laughs> the case of uh, does your neurosis what ha- the fuck have anything to do with your physical body? Yes. That, well, that was the case you've been trying to solve what the all hell these are episodes. You, what are you scrubbing your your genital area so i like it clean okay but you're scrubbing skin off obviously or something's going on down I, there. it was irritating my All right, skin it's a little excessive i don't know uh, well the rash is gone the loof is gone okay. the rash is gone what if the loofah actually had like bacteria don't tell me this you probably Mom, don't had, tell let me, me this. Just say Mom? Is probably, how often do you change your loofah i threw it out how how long had you had it i uh, uh, years months. probably no Six months, though. Six months is all the time to have a new loofah. That's How often bucks. are you supposed to fucking change your loofah? That could be the problem. It wasn't over loofah. It's loofahs probably with the No, he, mold said, it was, or he was said it was irritating the skin. This whole thing is repulsive. Okay, anyway, we're do- the rash is gone. We said when the rash is done, we're going to have a patron live show Q&A party thing. And so if you're not a patron member yet, join us on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We're doing the, the party at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, February 19th. It's coming up, my friends, next week. Very excited. We are so excited about that. All the patrons will join. Okay, so, uh, yeah, what are you making this declaration? All the patrons will join. You don't know their schedules. I'm hoping that they have enough advance notice that they can rearrange things. This is advance notice. Okay, so okay, so one quick question, quick more additional comment about about the money thing. Here's an interesting little tidbit. Okay, so we interviewed Nina Hartley. And her partner, Wendy Patterson, yes. uh, which will be coming out this Thursday. They're, when Nina is coming back with a vengeance. And brilliant. She's brilliant. It's a, it's a brilliant and, and Wendy, her partner, also brilliant. So I'm talking to Wendy after the show. Okay. And I said there was one question I really wanted to get to that I couldn't get to, which was, what is what have you found the relationship to be between money and sex? And she's a very bright woman, too. Extremely bright. She studied all this shit. She, she knows more about sex so than So you're any. thinking she's going to say money does nothing have anything to do with happiness, right? That's what you think she's going to say, but no. She says, in order to dom, in order to be a real dom, you have to have money. For those, again, who just joined us and don't know what the fuck a dom is, what's a dom? Uh, usually in the BDSM community, you'll have subs and doms. Doms are like these very, you know... You know, power, the ones with the, the, the ones with the with the power in the in the in the relationship. But some people say that the subs have the actual power. Okay, so okay, but, that's going too deep into this. It's not even about just the S and M world. It's just in anyone's sex life. It's a power exchange. There's always like someone who's got a little more of the power in the room. So that's why I'm I'm one. But then you also hear about like these CEOs that come in. And they like the dungeons, be, yeah. and they like to be the subs. So that's kind of like the opposite. It's the opposite. So I don't know how much she, but she was pretty emphatic. She was like, "I agree with it." Don't you agree with money that? gives you energy, and you need energy to be a dom, and that is, yeah, or it just to be. I don't even think you have to call yourself a dom. Just you have to have the energy to to be uh, successful in your masculinity, your mas- your manly side of you has it. I think that, or the womanly side, but. In yeah, I don't of, know if I'd go into the gender of this whole situation. No, I'm saying, I think if you don't feel good about yourself in general, you're not, you're not going to feel very sexual. How's that? And sometimes people do feel better about themselves when they have uh, a steady income. So this is what I found for myself. There you go. I was blown away. I didn't like, I, I was a little actually embarrassed by my response because Which, I was... What was your response? 
just that the fact that it, that money affected me so much. I didn't want to be. I didn't want that to be true. Well, Mr. Buddha. Yeah. It is true. It's a fact of life. I guess that, in this capitalist somebody, economy, somebody does. actually said something. Cam, you look stoned. Um, Mom, no, I, I know we said we're not going to do this, but I have to talk I, about the the boxers because it's going to leave. My boyfriend swears by boxer briefs. At what does that say? Carola, a little pricey, but the loves, but he loves the feel of it. So there you go. You Mom, have a you have a place to buy boxers. Mama, well, I don't understand. I don't understand what, what happened. What happened between now and 18 minutes ago when you said we're not going to be looking at the comments? I couldn't help it because I thought a solution that, for your that boxers. That comment did not need to come through right now. Well, we were talking about the boxers before and how you didn't have money. And that's why. You, and then you did have them and you bought them and you returned them. And now you're in the search for them again. So she came up with a solution for you. Can we move on? Yes. Okay. So one other update. Yes. And at the, at the risk of saying, oh, my life is so great right now. I, you know, some people don't like hearing that. I don't like hearing it. I'm just kidding. I like hearing it. But it's. I just wanted to share. Wait, why can't people that, be happy that if things are going well in someone else's life, why can't people be happy for them? I don't know. I. I yeah. I don't. I, it's an interesting question too. Yeah. But I somehow, that, sometimes it makes people feel worse. Always, no matter how much money or how, how much success I had in my life, was always happy for me. And things were not going great in her life. And now things have switched around. Things are going well in her life. And I'm I'm just, I'm so grateful that she stood by me even when things weren't so good in her life. It's you know very sweet. Saying? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like you're going to go through different times in your life and, and your friends are there for you. I, but I understand the feeling of like you, you you're you know, either on social media or you're listening to someone and you're like, oh, wow, that does seem like that person's life is going really well. I feel kind of like this longing well, envy. first of all, it's motivating that people can make change your life around. Like you've been able to change your life around a lot from uh, like really destitute to having a successful company. And I think that that's motivating. That's true. I hope so. Anyway, we'll get this. I talked about how I wanted to work out last week, right? Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> I've gotten into it. Five, I, I was five for five last See, week. I'm going with that. That might be more important than money. Whenever people are depressed but and they start all, working out, they it, feel like the endorphins are going and they feel good about it, themselves. I could not. It, it's all connected. Because I feel like I don't need to be working all the time because I have the money that, despite, which is kind of ironic because I am working more than ever. <laughs> but it, there is like an optimism that then pushed me into the gym to start working out of my body, on my body. So and it's, it's a whole cyclical everything. thing. Yeah. So then I feel good in the morning and I start fucking, then I work harder. and It's, it's a pretty amazing thing. So it starts... I, I put together the home, then it moves to the finances, yes. then it moves to the body. I, I'm blown away by this transformation. And you know what? Anybody that doesn't have all the rest of the stuff going, but they do have the time to work out a little bit, if you work out, that is going to change. That can start the whole engine going. Because if you work out, you start feeling better about your insides. You yeah. Know? Your hormones start going. And then it affects your outsides and you look like a more positive, energetic person. And then women start noticing you or men start noticing you, whoever you are. And it's a good thing. Okay, so let's let's uh, maybe this is a good time actually to get in touch because we got a comment related to this last week that I wanted to share. Let's hear it. And it's not like the most uplifting comment, but I think it's relevant to the show, and I oh, think we yeah. should share okay. it. We we share all we share all comments, guys. So don't feel like you have to only say positives. If you, there's something that bothers you, we want to hear about it. We may not agree with you, but we want to hear about it. Okay. Hello to you both. It feels somewhat silly to be texting a couple of podcasters who live across the country from me, but I've been listening to your show for quite some time now and wanted to comment for a while as well. I really love your show. I find it tangible and relevant to my, my life in a lot of ways and accessible in many more ways. However, one thing that has been problematic for me is the fact that there doesn't seem to be an emphasis on body positivity that seems like it should inherently exist given the content of your program. I've heard quite a number of shows where Karen has fat-shamed strangers on the show who she encountered in public at some other time. And Wait, Cam, can, can, I, can I ask, do you remember me fat-shaming someone in public that I encountered? I, mean, I, I can imagine you saying something like, oh, I, you know, I met this, uh, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I wouldn't go to uh, an orgy or something because I'm sure they're all oh, fat and ugly and oh, whatever. Oh, good point, good point. Okay. Uh and Cam, just as last show from Monday, I was listening to you. You were shaming yourself, perhaps in jest or entertainment value, but it certainly feels sucky to hear that sort of thing, especially for me, a woman who has struggled with self-love since childhood because of my battle with weight. Okay, so just to re rewind, if you didn't listen to last week, basically, I was just getting into the idea of working out, and I was calling myself very scrawny, 
and making fun of myself for it. And uh, and you're no longer scrawny. <laughs> I've, I've inflated. No, I, I think that... I Okay. Yes, I, I, it was I, definitely I, for humor purposes. I, know. I know wasn't what? really hating on myself. Yeah. However, you know, it's interesting, similar to how it feels uncomfortable to share when things are going well in your life, that you default to that self-deprecation and then people get upset you know that you're self-hating which means they should be self-hating in a way yeah do you see what I'm, do you see this yeah. paradox here I, I yes i do i see it and it's the same thing with what you said about me you know and i i, I just was saying that this would not be some. i i was more or less doing it for the bit like saying oh i i'd get stuck with the most you know this disgusting people that would want to have sex with me and i am i gonna be genuine and say that i'm turned on by you know i mean is it, is it a genuine thought that I would there I'd be somewhere where I'd probably get the most you know not appealing person in the room? It's more like a joke. Yeah, I mean, she goes on to say, "I reel because these people, who, YouTube people who I don't know but weirdly feel connected to, have suddenly made me feel lesser because of the way I that I look. It has taken a lot of work to try to banish the physical appearances equals worth mindset. I know we're all human and have preferences, and that's okay. No yucking of people's yums here." But I wanted to share my feelings about this and see if you had any thoughts or feelings yourselves. So that my thought is I should become more aware of not criticizing anybody for being fat or ugly or thin or short or tall or whatever I do. Yeah. And I, I, if I, I do it, I apologize. And I also think that we should try to avoid this physical appearance equals worth mindset. Right. But I also think it's okay to make fun of yourself if you want to make fun of yourself because I think it's important not to take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. This is a comedy show for crying out loud. And a lot of it is for the bit. And if Cam's making fun of himself, hey, it's okay. Well, I'll keep it in mind. I think this is actually very useful information because okay. you don't know the effect you're having on people. And it's only through these texts right. and, and voicemails that we actually get a, a sense for how our words are affecting you. So thank you very much yeah. to this listener. And you've said it very... Um, Sweetly and, Sweet. and concisely. And, yeah. It was it was super helpful. Yeah. Thank so you. Where is she? We'll take it into uh we'll we'll definitely take this into consideration. She said she's across forward. the pond. Where is she? In England? No, I don't know. We're, no. we're keeping that all this information anonymous. Okay. Um but yeah, thank you very much. And to all the other listeners who agree with this, um Or who don't I'm s i am I would say I'm sorry if I have made anyone feel uncomfortable about the way they look. And I will work to not let that happen in the future. It's very sweet of you. I, I would all make the same attempt. Yeah. It's, it's okay for you, though, to make fun of yourself. Oh, God, mother. You're still, <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. So, again, if you want to get in touch with us, we do respond. We do read all of your text and messages. And we do care. In your voicemails. Uh, so, just give us a text or call at yes text mom. That's our, our hotline. Well, what does that mean, though? For people who don't know what the hell you're talking about, it's like a uh, a numeric... Alphanumeric a, a, situation. Alphanumeric situation. So like the, they get it. the ABC is the one, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. they get it. They I get just it. want to make sure, because sometimes people don't get it and they're too embarrassed to ask what the hell you're talking about. Why does it look like the dog's about to crap on the floor again? No. Oh. I think he's just I think he's just getting old. Yeah, he's old. Um, he's an old man. So No age shaming either. One Old other, man Gus. One other situ comment I want I had about the um, working out. I don't know what gets into me. I think I get very friendly in the gym. I've seen you walk around the gym like a little proud peacock. No, you don't. <laughs> you do? Yes. You think I look proud in there? Yeah, you're walking around lifting weights, acting like a macho. I think that you just have this, this story going on. That's not necessarily what I'm doing. I've observed... No, you have not observed. You got a little attitude going on in the gym. No, I don't. Yeah. In fact, I think I get friendlier in the gym. That's what I'm talking about. And I just about. want to be friends with everyone in there. Friendly, friendly attitude. Well, I made a a little bit of a, I made a little bit of a friend last week. Yes. I'm working out, and I notice there's this like hulking man, like working out with this like smaller trainer. But the trainer looks cool as fuck. He's got like those the boxing shorts on. It was like shiny. He looks like he could beat the shit out of someone, and uh, and he's like got the shaved head, and he's 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 basically training this hulking man how to fight, with with all the the pads and everything. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, that seems uh, seems pretty cool. So I gather all the courage I had, 
it felt very similar to asking a girl out. I go up to them <laughs> and I go after as they're about to leave and I go, I really like what you guys are doing. It looks really cool. What do you call this? And then the whole king man starts going off. Oh, this is Muay Thai. Muay Thai. It's like kickboxing. Oh, okay. And and he goes, you got to you got to do this. You're going to fall in love with this. You're going to get completely addicted to it. Wow. And this is the trainer to do it. This is the he trains Creed. He does all these other Creed th- like Rocky? I think he trained one of the actors in Creed. I wasn't sure. He starts pulling up pictures and shit. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but I'm going (laughs) to say I know that guy. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, basically we exchange information. and uh, You're going to try Muay Thai? I was going to try it. Is it like karate? I'm going to just share his name, Slavi. Slavi? Slavi is going to be. Slavi from Russia? We haven't gotten that far. I I didn't even know what Muay Thai was. Uh, He started texting me some. The, the pricing, though, is pretty steep. Oh, here we go. So we were supposed to negotiate today at 9 a.m. in the gym. And? Well, I, I, I couldn't sleep all night like, trying, waiting for this meeting to take place. And You couldn't sleep because you and Slavi were having a meeting? Well, typically, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have rushed. I, I just needed to, I really didn't want to be late for Slavi. What? Is, yeah. So I, 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 I just was, What was this meeting supposed to do? I could just discuss how we're going to work together. You and Slavi. Yeah. You're, do you think you're like going to be like the the tiniest person that he's ever worked with? I'm not that tiny, but compared to like who you just described, the whole I'm guy. probably bigger than Slavi. Are you bigger than Creed? No, but I, I mean Slavi and I are probably the same height. Really? Yeah, but Slavi he gives me Slavi's like a, like a muscular dude. You just can know you you know he can just take down he probably can take down that <laughs> Sla- hulking man. Sla- so then I, I'm like fucking scared out of my mind. I got to get to nine. I got 9 a.m. appointment what, with Slavi. Wait, what if he wants you like to box with the hulking man? Can you imagine one knock? I, no, I don't want to do any boxing. Uh, what do you mean? Isn't that what this is? Kickboxing. I, I, kick I, I think I want. I told him I want him to train me how to fight if and protect myself if that's necessary. That's not a bad idea, by the way. Yeah, get some self protection like going yeah, on. Yeah, that's a good call. Become a little more hulking, and uh, I I don't want us to be sparring and shit like that though. I hate that. I, I don't like the idea of someone coming after me. I know. It's like you don't like movies that have like violence in it, let alone physical why violence. Why the fuck do you find this so funny? Because, uh, okay, this is why. Because the other day I decided to go watch The Joker. Yeah. And Dee's had seen it. My boyfriend Dee's had seen it already. And he said to you, you should definitely watch it. You'll be appreciated because it's about mental illness. And, and you're like, well, I don't like scary movies. Oh, he goes, it's not scary at all. Oh, God. Five minutes into it, there's a very violent scene with clowns. This, I would have hated this. Thank God I didn't stick around. You you hate with the bastardization of the clown. I do hate the bastardization of the clown. And you would have hated this movie. You would have walked out. Like you walk, What did you walk out the other day when it was like... It was, we, we, good what lo- was it? A, a well, good, good time. Good time. Yeah, good time was... I didn't like that. Very similar in, in terms of feel. Like okay, dark it, how does this relate to Slavi? Well... I don't know. You I just, think that what, because I'm scared of scary movies, I shouldn't be doing Muay Thai? No, I think you should. Okay, You'll so why is it so funny? It's funny. It's very funny. It's not funny. You guys, when I told you I, I might be doing Muay Thai, you started laughing hysterically. It is funny. It's not funny. Okay. I could you, do Muay Thai. Okay. let's. I, Monique Barbez, when she left the, the intuitive comic, when she left the interview, she says, you know, your insides do not look like your outsides. So this is what motivated you? No. And I said, well, I, this is something that... It was in my mind, but so, in, I, but are I've been you one, saying that you're but, like so, this macho man finish, inside. Let me finish. So she goes, she goes. I go. What do you, What do you mean by my insides don't match my outsides? And she goes, Well, on the outside, you don't seem like you know that what? big, but on the inside, you're a huge, huge warrior. Oh, I like that comment. And I took it to heart. So you're going to be a warrior on the so outside maybe, as well. Maybe on the outside to become a warrior. You're going to be consistent. Yeah. Well, that's my point. It's going to go around in circles again that if you feel inside like not good about yourself, either physical or mental, if you don't feel good about yourself and you're not confident inside, it shows on the outside mm-hmm. and it's a vicious circle. So we're well, back to that, the whole discussion situation. about about looks and it's all about like trying to do the best you can with whatever God gave you. Yeah, I think we're running into the same issue here. That you, you might be coming across though as like kind of you know. I'm not shaming anybody. I'm saying you no, do the best it, you can it, for. So if you're heavy and you're and you're solid and you're and you're you're feeling good about your health, then 
that's the appearance that's going to come on the outside too. But I, th- I'm I pro- always talked about that. But I think that you, we're running into the same idea, this mindset of physical appearance equals worth. Which but you, I'm she saying, was saying to you don't that, do this. Remember we talked about back in your grade school, the most popular girl in the grade was not the one that would be conventionally considered beautiful. You know, like the, the tall, skinny model stuff that people always revere. It was the one that she kind of like was a very average looking. I would say there was nothing particularly astounding about anything with her looks, but it was her confidence level that was what it was so attractive. So what does it have anything to do with getting in shape? But I think that you got to get in the best shape you can for yourself. It, I have a friend who was always fighting depression. As soon as she started working out, that depression lifted. You just, so you- it, it, it's, it's related. I'm not saying that you have to look at you. You can be overweight, whatever conventional weight is healthy and still have a very good self-image. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think your your idea is corroborated by the feeling of like, oh, you know, I'm feeling good in a lot of other aspects of my life. And now suddenly I'm working out and feeling much better about my body. It, it does seem related to me. The hormones that are released give you a high in itself. Yeah. All right. I, I, so I'm not going to argue on that one. We're just, it's, I'd like to hear from our listeners. What do you think about the whole body image discussion? Okay. Um, I would. <laughs> I might say, though, that I love the Dove ads when they first came out, when they were showing women of all different sizes and shapes. And I, I love that shit. Mom, what? you're not going to believe this. I have to urinate again. There's literally. I, it's because I drink, you drink a shit ton of water and yeah, I drink a shit. Yes, protein shakes, and then all of a sudden you go, have to go to the bathroom. Do you mind? Go. Okay. Enjoy. I want to. I'm gonna t- turn off after Instagram after and, this break. Uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. After the break, here's what we're gonna discuss. We're gonna start answering questions. We're gonna answer all of your questions. We got a shitload of awesome listener questions. Uh, I also wanted to discuss how I'm going to be implementing Hinge IRL in real life. What? Get ready for that. Oh, boy. I'm okay. excited. Talk to you soon after the break. Okay. Are you looking for a last-minute Valentine's Day gift? Take our advice and get the WeVibe Chorus. The Chorus can be customized to fit your unique body. Chorus is a couple's vibrator, which means it's for both of your pleasure it's a C-shaped vibrator, so it goes into a vulva and it stimulates your G-spot and your clit at the same time. It's in the perfect size as well. I noticed that. And if a penis is trying to enter that vulva as well, whoever the partner is is also going to feel some vibrating sensations. Why Everyone you, wins. Why are you pointing at your dick when you're describing this to me? I mean, I'm loving this goddamn chorus. I know. It also comes with a squeeze remote. You know what that is? What? You're sitting there. You don't want to be adjusting the thing on your vulva. Oh. So you're holding it in your hand. Oh you're about God. to reach Genius. orgasm. You squeeze this little remote. And it and goes it, vibrating away. That's exactly right. I get the feeling they named it the chorus because you'll be humming. Oh, you're going to be singing. So this Valentine's Day, they're offering Sex Talk With My Mom listeners a special 5% discount on any WeVibe product at we-vibe.com. Just use promo code MOM at we-vibe.com. And you'll be humming away. We-vibe.com. Use promo code MOM. And we're back. Thank you for bearing with that uh, little pee break. Little pee break. We had a lot of comments before the break that I wanted to get into. Ready for this? I'm ready. Regarding Brad Pitt, Erica says the Brad Pitt page she tagged is a fan account. What oh, the fuck, mom? I was wondering why it wasn't verified. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of you verification, always do that. speaking of verification, if any of you guys have any inkling as to why we are not able to get verified on Sex Talk with My Mom, let us know because I've been trying to apply like every day and it just doesn't seem to work. If you work at Instagram, let if us know. If you work at Instagram and have a little inside scoop or have a little way to move us up the fast track, let us know. Okay, so here's a, a, a comment regarding the rash. Nathaniel says, screw underwear. I'm starting to feel the same way. Going commando? I think that yes. is the most disgusting thing because you got to think about there's some right stuff now, coming out that's... Right now, my uh, there's so much sweat in my underwear right you, now. So you want that sweat to be in your your pants? <laughs> I think that the, the underwear you might wash be your pants, it. Unless you wash your pants on a daily basis... That's pretty gross. Let's okay. just let's think about the long term. Okay. So uh, regarding feelings fit and fat shaming, uh, I'm JC says, no other person owns your feelings. You own them. You can choose to participate in activities that change how you feel. That's an, inter- some interesting, that's an interesting take. I, I, can you explain what, you th- what, what that meant? Uh, basically, don't let other people 
control your feelings about how you feel about yourself. So I think in this situation, this person might have been saying like, hey, don't let this pod- these podcasters just make you feel shitty about your body just because they're talking about it. You control that feeling. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, just, it's a story you tell yourself. I mean, that's kind of like me saying like, you know, I, I, I agree that I don't watch scary movies because they make me feel shitty. Um, but, but so it's my choice to then avoid those scary movies. So similarly, I mean, you could just be telling our listeners, well, if you don't like this comments, these commentary, don't listen to us. But I don't like, I don't really. Oh, that's what she's saying? I don't know if that's what she's saying, but that's kind of what you can take well, from this. Well, there's a fine line between being genuine to how you really feel and think about things and then being like, you know, judgmental. Well, no one, no one wants to be considered judgmental. In any case, I I appreciate I still appreciate uh, take our, it for what that, it's worth. that anonymous comment and uh, about about uh, physical appearance equaling mindset and oh, uh-huh. I'm taking it to heart. Okay, okay. Um, some uh, a lot of people have been catching up on the chat. Someone recommended watching Nina Hartley's documentary "Life After Porn" on Netflix. God, I haven't seen it myself. Uh, and then Bryson asks, would you date someone who was the same height or shorter than you? I always hear that women like tall, dark, and handsome. This is something that... I will, and, and I will answer that. I question. will answer that question. Yeah. You should not have a type. You should not have a type? No. Obviously, people tend to be have a type. They're, you know, that it's so stupid. You have a type. What? There are certain people that you're going to be more attracted to than others. I, listen, I have a type. I got to tell you something. Your dad was like 5'11". He wasn't particularly tall. That's that average. is tall. That, that's average. Okay. Right? No, that's tall. I don't know tall. how tall. But my current boyfriend is 6'2". That's not my type. I never went out with a tall guy before. I, just, Mom, they're whoever within three is. inches of each other. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's not like I would not go out with someone because he was short because I've gone out with guys that are much shorter. Yeah. Because I'm short, so it doesn't really matter to me. There are probably women that only like tall men, which is evidenced by when I fucking change my hinge profile. I knew this was going there. No, but that is true. I mean, some people really don't want to date someone who's under six feet or whatever. And that's fine. It's a self-filtering little situation there. You don't want to be with a woman who wouldn't go out with someone that had to be six feet over. Or, yeah, maybe. I don't know. What kind of attitude is that? All right. I want to. I would hate if some guy discriminated against me and said, "Oh, you're too short." Speaking of which, uh, my friend recommended because I'm off social media. I removed Hinge from my phone, or all the dating apps. So Hinge is a dating app. That whole premise is that they will connect you with other people on the app, who are your like you'll you should go on a date with, and that you have a mutual friend with them through Facebook. So it could, you know it could be a loose connection. That is a very bad idea. I have in my past like been drunk and accepted friendships on Facebook. Most people I don't, don't even do that. Know who they are. Most people don't do that. You're telling me nobody by accident when they're you drunk do said, this. I'm sometimes I'm like in a mood well, I will not accept anyone unless I really know them well. And sometimes in a mood well, eh, they're kind of cute. I'll just accept them because I'm drunk. I don't even accept some of my distant fa- family members. In the, in and they're put in purgatory. If I don't have a relationship or I don't know them, what what are we doing? Family with members, of course, because our family is fucked up. So you got to <laughs> not accept a lot of those people. I'm just saying, I'm you know I'm pretty selective on who I. But it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, my friend was like, if if you're not on Hinge, why don't you do Hinge in real life, IRL? You know what this Me means? Having friends. Tell you your up. friends that you're single. You're off Hinge. Do you know anyone that I could be dating? That is the best idea ever. Well, I mean, it doesn't even have to call Hinge. It's called fixing up your friends with somebody. So I then I'd say, okay, I'm si- I tell them right back. I go, I'm single. Put me at the top of your list. Yeah. Who are you going to set me up with? And then he goes, well, I think it's better with, with like, you know, dis- more distant friends who you, you're not always on top of mind. Obviously, if I knew someone you should go out with, I would be telling you this. So I, I actually think this is a good point. What's the point? You just the have to make it. The point is, you tell the people that you're, you're you're like acquaintances with. Hey, I'm single and very desperate. Can you please hook me up with your friends? Oh, that that sounds so pathetic. <laughs> that really does. You cannot go to a random person you haven't talked to since high school. Hey, guess what? I'm single. Fix me up with someone. Here's the other thing I was thinking about. That is such a loser thing to do. Here's the other thing. Now I'm going to get in trouble for calling someone a loser if they go back to their high school and ask out people in the high school. No, don't worry. I. Here's what I'm going to... The other concern is that say a friend 
sets you up with one of their friends. A friend. Okay. You know, relationships can be very tough getting off the ground. Yeah. And so you might sleep with the person saying however, and then you want to break up and then it becomes sticky between you and the friend. Yep. And so that is something so that's not worth it. In, on Hinge, you don't know. They're not the ones, the friend, the mutual Hinge is not responsible for the yes. setup. In this situation, they are. So there's so no, you should sign like a disclaimer, but whenever someone fixes you up, I take no responsibility if this thing blows up. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. My friend, another friend the other night asked me, what are you looking for in terms of relationship? What are you? What am I? No, what are you looking for? I know what you are. You're a mean, lean, a, mean fighting machine. I'm a warrior. You're a warrior. Yeah. I mean... Cam the warrior. So I, I, I told him what I was looking for, which is something more casual. And then he gave me his response, which is like kind of just having a few friendships that might be intimate. And if it... Fucking your friends. And then, and then I said... And then I built on that. And I said, oh, that would be nice. You know, just meeting some people I'm attracted to and creating little relationships with them, having sex with them. <laughs> Uh, and then if it if progresses with one, that that would be great. What? But I don't I don't I'm not like out there like being like oh yeah I definitely want to be in a relationship right now. I, if it comes up great. If not, I like this. But is a great either attitude. way, either way, I think having more sex would be very fun and nice. Oh, I love this. You're, yeah. you're finally seeing it my way. I see it your way, but I find it very challenging to. F- I, I have yet to meet someone who is on the same page. They might say they're on the same page, but then ultimately... They're not on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And it leads to problems. This is why... Because then we have I sex be- and then they get upset. Yeah. You know, oh God, you, you don't want to see me anymore and it feels like a rejection. This is why I say you go with someone who you know it can't end up in... It most likely will not end up in a happy ever after. Like? Like someone who's like a huge amount of years older than you. Like go out with like a... <laughs> A fifty-year-old, okay. Okay. Go out with a fifty-five-year-old woman who's already like you know, like one of my friends. Go out with one of my friends. Mom, I'm not going out with one of your friends. Jesus. Go Christ. out with one of my friends. There's no chance that you guys are going to end up getting married, and that way you can enjoy the sex and not have to have any kind of repercussions if you break up. Perfect okay. situation. <laughs> All right. Can I read some of our other comments? By yeah. the way, if anyone has any solutions to this uh, and, and thoughts to yes, this, text please mom. text us at yes, text mom. Or voicemail, yes, text mom. Because I love reading those, listening to those voicemails. They're hilarious. Okay. This is bonkers, the, the amount of comments that are going on over yeah, here. What's going on? The, the, the comments are nuts and I can't read them all because you won't let me. In my opinion, this channel is set apart from other sex channels via your comedy bit. I don't think you should be too critical with your words. You guys have a natural funny and continue this niche. Isabel, I agree with you. This is what I'm afraid of. Cam reads his things. He gets so worried. He's afraid to talk about anybody's body. I, I could talk about body. I'm just not going to be judgmental of them. I think I'm going to be judgmental. Oh, God, Mom. I feel, someone said, I feel everything Cam says on a spiritual level, and I oh. definitely can do this hookup culture bullshit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. I would like to know, uh, and also a Pisces. Oh, uh, you know, Pisces. Okay, so. That's what, oh, shit. Look what I just did. What, Mom. How did that happen? You you turned the, the, the camera okay. around. Oh, shit. That's enough. Oh, God. Don't okay. do this. Just leave it alone, Mom. Wait, there was a question, though. I, I love tigers. That's what you needed to get to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By hard peen four. Okay, <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> enough of that, Mom. That's a good question. Okay. Well, well we were go- talking about being a tiger or a lion. He loves tigers. Oh, Lexi then says, shit, I meant can't do anything in this hookup culture. Oh, Lexi, See? yeah. See, point Case in point. Now, that's a case in point. Okay. Can we go back over here, Mom? Okay. Hello, Louisa. Okay. Here is... <laughs> it, we got some comments over here. Let's Hi, I love your podcast, and you guys are hilarious. Thank you very much. Thank you. I just have one question for you both. Can you still love someone if you cheated on them? Or if you've been cheated on, I think. So then the backstory is, my boyfriend cheated on me, but said it didn't mean anything, and that he still loves me. I'm not sure how to take that. So the boyfriend cheats on her. Says he still loves her. Yeah. And then, I, you know what I wrote back? Hmm. Of course you could still love each other. What are you thinking about in that situation? I think people make mistakes. Wow. They're stu- they're, you it's know, a I, hot take from KLP right there. Yeah. I, I, I always say, you know, it's it, it, 
to me, an emotional affair like that went on for like a year behind the person's back, like some of my friends. You think D's if D's if D's hooked up with another person, you'd be okay behind your back. First of all, I'll take his testicles and wrap them around his neck. Okay. Okay. And then, after I did that, I would. And then because you know he's going to come back and say, "But I love you." Yeah, he would. And then he's an impulsive human being, so you know. I but he, I do trust that he wouldn't do something like that, mainly because he's also a germaphobe. But then what? Then you say, I, I, okay. Bottom line is each individual case you have to take is, is an individual case and figure out where you both were at that point. Why did it get to this point? If, the, if your agreement is monogamy, if your agreement is that you're supposed to experiment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of variables. But the question was, can you still love someone if you cheated on them? And I said, yes, because the physical act of sex is not necessarily the betrayal that an emotional act to me. So... Here's it. Uh, so I'm what reading. What do you this, think? I'm, you think he, he did? They can still love each other. Of course. Here's here's the deal. I'm reading a book called Intimate Partners by Maggie Scarf. It's blowing my fucking gourd. <laughs> it, right now, I'm deep in the middle of the book where they talk about emotional triangles. Okay. Essentially, bringing someone cheating on someone is creating an emotional triangle. We've had a cheater on. Uh, go back and do you know what episode that is? No. Uh, do you know that episode? Of course not. Okay, so. All right, one of the episodes. Now you make us look like idiots. Okay. <laughs> I will go look it up. Okay? No, don't. Then, right. then it's going to screw By the time I find it, the, the podcast place, will be over. But we have interviewed someone who was an ongoing cheater. We And we have interviewed people who have been cheated on. Yeah. So go back and look at there. Usually cheating is in the title of the episode. So. <laughs> Search cheat. Okay. The other woman is. is ah, that's what it was. It's called mm-hmm. The Other Woman. Go. Or something like that. Listen to that one. You'll okay. find out a lot about cheating. Okay. So. The intimate partners discusses how we develop these emotional triangles when the two people in a relationship don't want to acknowledge the problems currently at hand. So what they'll do is they'll bring in a third party and they will use it to then put out some of the tension there. Also to figure out maybe where the problems are because for the cheating episode that we did, she was saying, well, I give this guy things that the wife can't. You remember her justification? Yeah, but but, but I, that might be what the problem is. Maybe he's not sharing with the wife the things that he shared with her. The cheating is a message to the other person. Right. Saying there's a problem here that I want to address, but I'm too scared it's going to crack our relationship if we address the problem. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to use this outlet. Right. So, and, and so make, basically the cheaters are a little chicken shit. And get my kind sometimes. But uh, like Esther Perel always says that, you know, it's never like just one-sided. It's never like, oh, it's the guy who cheated or the girl who cheated. It's 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 problematic between the relationship. Yes. That's all. And, it, it, and I yes. would say yes. The answer is yes, you can love someone if it, they cheat. And that, what's interesting is that when you hear about cheating, part of you might just assume, oh, one of the people got really horny. They weren't getting satisfied by mm-hmm. sexually in the relationship. So we went elsewhere. Not always the case. They, I, I mean, it, it might have nothing to do with it. Some people on uh, Instagram are saying once a cheat, always a cheat. See, I, I mean... Is that true? No, I don't think it's true. I think it 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 is particular to each setup, and I think you if if your way of dealing with a problem is not to attack it directly and is to you know go outside of the relationship or, or use these little side paths, then yeah, you are more likely to cheat in the future. Like if that's your your pattern and oh, you yeah. don't want to break it, so that it's yeah. So you have to really you have unlearn su- that. If you habit. have success one time, you cheat meaning that no one found out and you had a good time, you're going to cheat again. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think people just cheat once. Yeah. And then... What's, I think this is all cheating? contextual. This what's is, cheating? Is it just kissing? Is it penetration? No, is it's it blowjobs? It's it... always contextual. It always depends on the contract that you basically agree to with your partner as to whether you guys are going to be monogamous or whatever. I told you, and I've told this podcast many times, that I had a, a, a like I didn't cheat because I had a, like an emotional affair with a gay guy online. Mm-hmm. You always talk about yeah, this. Yeah, but that's not... Is that it's cheating? That's creating yeah, an emotional triangle it's probably, basically to unload. Right, and it's probably worse than if I had just had sex with someone. Basically, anytime you're creating that emotional triangle, you're kind of... Bringing it, someone into your relationship, and that's what your dad said to me. Yes, you're bringing yeah. someone into their relationship that they with n- the two of them. Without any express permission from the other person. Bingo. Right. That's it. So, yeah. And, it, and this can happen, actually, with kids and their parents, where the parents will use one of the children... 
to create this emotional triangle. Oh yeah. So they create a coalition a with one of their point. kids yeah. and it to like fight against the husband or, or it could be the husband and the child oh, yeah. fighting against the mom. Oh yeah. Or it could be the two parents fighting against the kids so that they can kind of not put their attention on their own problems. Oh yeah. A lot of the shit. I, I, the triangles. The triangles I'm are, deep in triangles right now. You're triangle all over the place. This one says being cheated on, dealing with my own actions was so hard, but I learned a lot. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get to another comment here, which was, Hey there, guys. My name is Freddie, a.k.a. Freddie the Driver on Instagram. I am a huge fan for about a year now, all the way from the Bahamas. Kim, you keep it 100 in all the weird situations you find yourself in. <laughs> Can we just stop? What does that line mean? I I don't know exactly what it means to keep it 100 in all the weird situations I find myself in, but I, I'm glad I can you keep, keep it 100. It, you 100% real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I like that, Freddie, the limo driver. And, and Karen driver. Lee, I follow you on Instagram. You're amazing. And then there's this off-the-record comment that I'm not sure I should share. What? Well, he says off-the-record, so I don't think I should share. Share it. Why? What does it say? It involves something related to, you know. What? Being attracted to you. What? I'd rather I'm not read it. it. I'd fuck you in a heartbeat. <laughs> what? the fuck friday the driver freddie the driver he said off the record well i put it on the record didn't i mom what if that person is in a, in a committed relationship and then freddie should not have said that he said off the record he's a committed relationship he said i'd fuck you i'm gonna have to take this off no do not see freddie the driver are you watching right now if is how important is it for that to be to be removed see? from the conversation yeah he says thank you guys for a great show it just he just said i would the milkman says share it Thank you. I sh he shared it. All right. We got another comment. I shared it. Sarah, uh, someone said, Amanda said, astrology talk with my mom. Can we get a sex astrology episode? We actually had one. Episode 145, the sexy astrologer. We talk about my astrology chart. Oh, she was chart. excellent. Yeah. But we didn't get someone to actually talk about the astrology and the love connection. So we'll have to do that. Oh, I would love that. You know yeah. I would love that shit. We're, we're going to have to do that. Hard peen four said, Freddie ain't lying. Okay. Let's not keep talking about Freddie because I'm going to have to take this shit out of the conversation. What are you taking out? Freddie, she has a fantasy about fucking me. I'm not going to the Bahamas and fucking Freddie, so don't worry about it. I, he, okay. He Freddie's said it not was coming off the here record. Either. Off the record is just a kidding and joke. Oh, off the record. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I don't know why I'm trying to, 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 to keep confidentiality. Keep confidentiality when he's telling me, he's texting you saying he wants to fuck you, knowing full well that I'm reading this too. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay. Nathaniel says regarding the last episode with Shank. Oh my God, I am high listening to today's episode and I have a green velvet couch too. This is weird. Oh, Nathaniel and you have a connection. Also, because I don't think I've ever said I'm a Leo. Look ah, at that. Leo the lion. A little lion boy. And you're a lion too. Here's, we got another one. Hey guys, I just want to say I love the podcast. It's super funny and educational. I started listening when Sarah Princess Shank posted about it on her Instagram. Karen is a super rad mom. Cam, you're so lucky. I agree. I am lucky to and have you as a son. Cam is adorable. Oh, yes, thank he is. You. This is Louisa from Columbia. Oh, Louisa. I think we just saw her. She did. Hello. Oh. Hey, Louisa. Thank you for that lovely little message. <laughs> Someone, if, by the way, if you guys have Isabella haven't, says Cam's abiding by some sort of HIPAA. Yeah. Cry, what? face, cry. Meaning thank that, you. That is the, you are. The You're so worried about the goddamn confidentiality. Someone writes in something about wanting to fuck me. I'm going to read it out loud. That's what <laughs> bottom line. You can say off the record all you want, but I'm reading that shit out oh loud. Oh my god! And by the way, I take it as a compliment. Um, okay. Can I say we, that there's a way that you guys can rate the podcast? It's much easier than going on iTunes, and you go to www.ratethispodcast.com/mom. Yeah, that's right. And you could just rate our podcast, and it helps with our SEOs and all that other shit. Our SEOs. What is it? Yeah, that's it. But I don't think it's plural. Okay, SEO. Yeah, it does. It, it's super helpful. I wanted to read a review that we got, actually. Here we go. From Kenzie Michelle, who is a very dear friend from long before okay. this podcast. I finally did it. Five stars. I don't write reviews, but I love this podcast, and Cam and Karen Lee are great. So here you go. Sex Talk with My Mom is funny and informative. Oh, thank you, Kenzie. The banter between the hosts is hilarious and reminds me of my own Jewish family dinners talking about things that should never be spoken of at the dinner table. Listen and enjoy. Keep up the great work. Y'all best, Kenzie. Kenzie, you rock and I would love to be at your family dinner. I know that. She probably does have fucking dope family dinners. Yeah. 
you, and why shouldn't you talk about that stuff at the family dinner? What, what else are you going to talk about it? Yep. I uh, think that everybody should talk about everything at the family dinners. Thank you for that review. Thank you to all of you who have been leaving us reviews. Oh, really appreciate it. Again, that in case you didn't get that, it's www.ratethispodcast.com slash mom. Is Patreon the only channel to make money for your channel? Unfortunately, Isabella, yes. Uh, so if you want to help us out on Patreon, it's www.patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And Should if you I... don't join Patreon for as little as like, I think $3, you can be part of our rash party. Does this become a whole fucking advertisement? Well, uh, people are asking questions and I'm answering. Okay. Here, I would like to read one more uh, question and then we'll probably have to sign off. Okay. Maybe, maybe a couple more. Okay. Uh, hi guys, love your podcast. I wanted to reach out and follow up on episode 268, your most recent episode. I would love if you guys could talk more about struggling in relationships when a partner struggles to get hard in the moment and continues a toxic thought loop oh, every thought time loops. we have or try to have sex. The thought loops. At first, it was a one-time thing because he was stressed, but now he makes himself so anxious and it happens every time we try. Very normal. It almost feels like a race against the clock to have sex once he feels hard and it makes sex mechanical instead of intimate. I've tried talking to him about it, but he feels like he's falling, he's failing me and has to perform when I've said that that's how I feel. Uh, how do I keep him, how do I help him break this cycle? And do you have any tips for trying to get your partner on the same page as you? I feel like I'm super sexually explorative and he's just content with our current situation. Okay, who is this? Anonymous. Anonymous, you need to take sex off the table for a while and just do you. Just have him get into, you both get in, into massaging each other and have him, you know, make you come and you can do whatever you want to him and tell him not to worry about having the sex part. You know, just like don't focus on it all about the, the boner right now and find out, I guess, first you know, if there's anything physical, but it sounds like it became a psychological thing. And eventually just take baby steps to get it back hard again. It will happen again. Just, you just, it's, there's too much water under the bridge right now. Yeah. I would also focus on that building that intimacy. It's never about just the penetration. The penetration is meaningless. Well, it's not meaningless, but it's just not as important the, as the rest of that shit. Five, 5% of the whole experience should be I don't even know if it's five. I think it's like three. It's the whole foreplay. It's the communication, as as Isabella just said. Mm -hmm. And if if you need help fostering that, sometimes it, it is useful. Like these online courses, say the Pleasure Mechanics mm -hmm. online course, we'll put we'll put that in our show notes of this episode yeah. to get a link to their free essentials. Or and, or if push comes to shove, to try a little bit of Viagra or Cialis or Blue Chew or whatever it is. Um, just to get back in the swing of things. It depends, you know, if this is a, if the person is suffering from erectile dysfunction and, uh, well, it, what she's saying, it is, sounds like it's, it's, it's becoming more and more of like a erectile dysfunction. No, thing. it could have been premature ejaculation. Whatever it is, it could help be helped if you take no, one of these little pills. No, no, premature ejaculation is not, it, this is not, blue chew is not meant for premature ejaculation. Oh. It is meant to get you hard. For oh. example... I do not suffer from ED, but sometimes I do suffer from PE, and I would not, I would never All take right. blue chew. Whatever the terminology is, I think this could help this. this no, couple. but I, you're missing the whole point. What? The point is, if it, it, there are completely different issues, it's like saying if you have a flu, you're gonna start taking fucking antibiotics. No. Well, she's saying that that it becomes all about him getting hard. So then it, if that's... The, no, she's talking about... Anyway, we don't need to get into the fucking semantics okay. over here. What I'm just trying to say is that these online courses could actually help you become more intentional and relaxed while going through this. And I, yeah. I think it might really help you. I agree. I would oh. say breathing together is a huge... could be extremely erotic and very intimate. And it will slow things down and put you in your bodies. And I cannot recommend it enough. And also, like the movie, remember, it's complicated... It was, it was a movie out a few years back. Obviously, no. Alec Baldwin. Nothing. Mel Streep. Mel Streep. I forgot who it was. Anyway, they um they did this couples therapy with sexual couples therapy where they were just kissed. They weren't even allowed to do anything more than like. Oh yeah. And and so if you if you know you can't have sex, then you're gonna want to have it more. Mm hmm. Oh. Uh, How do people write in? I've listened to every fucking podcast. Ooh, that's a little and I extreme. I can't figure it out. Oh. I'm still confused. Okay, that's why I say you think everybody understands it. They're on your telephone. There's uh, numbers associated with letters. 
Yes, text mom. So Y is, what What number is that? Nine. Nine. 937-839-8666. We'll put that in the show notes. I think we should wrap it up. It's getting too, too fucking heated and riled up over here. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you again for all the people who have joined us on Patreon. We love you and we look forward to that rash party. Thank you to everyone who's been leaving us reviews. And thank you to you, you, you wonderful listener. Uh, we could not do it without your continued support. It makes us... Oh, you know, right, it, I almost forgot. What, even you're just listening really helps us out. Yes, and guess what? We're speaking this this Thursday at a podcast convention. Yes, podcast movement evolutions in Los Angeles. And I was so if you're into podcasting, that, we'll see you there. Yeah, and not only that, but I was going to say that one, we were like... You know, we worked really hard on our presentation yesterday and the day before. And as we were working on it, I felt like such extreme like gratitude that I'm able to do this podcast because we learned so much in the last four and a half years, a lot from you guys that are listening to this right now about, you know, what's important. What do you guys want to hear? And we're going to try to we're going to try to make the uncomfortable comfortable. That's it. Um, and Thank that's, you again. And I'm going to sing. Sing, Mom. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and making someone comfortably. No? Comfy? Comfy. Oh. Oh, the worst. I, I think we should do a presentation on how to rhyme. <laughs> Thanks, Bye. guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.